Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your week-ending fast fun hit of sport for Friday the 25th of June. Today, we're talking a cricketing celebration in the land of the long white cloud. My pronunciation gets put to the test as we break down the Tour de France and why the Tasmanian Premier is behaving like a small child. But first... This weekend, it is a double dose of State of Origin. Harvey Norman, women's State of Origin, and we are underway. Unlike the men, the women's State of Origin isn't a best-of-three series, but rather a standalone game, and it is on tonight on the Sunshine Coast, although the weather doesn't look like it's going to live up to the location. He said there's a storm coming in. With wind and rain forecast tonight, New South Wales and Kangaroos rep Sammy Bremner told the scorecard she believes the conditions will favour the Sky Blues. We have so much strength in our forward pack that know how to take us forward, but even our back line are strong carriers of the ball. So if you know those conditions mean that we can't throw the ball around a lot, I think the Blues might benefit from that. But while the New South Wales women are preparing for a storm, the New South Wales men's coach might be starting a fire. Blues coach Brad Fittler has hurled a cutting accusation at Maroons rookie Rhys Walsh, claiming the teenager takes dives to milk penalties. One thing he will be coming to grips with is that, you know, this is a next another level. Obviously the interest around the game and you know, hopefully he's read DCE's gentleman's agreement, I think, you know, he's playing with the big boys now and you know that's the way it should be played in origin. Blues coach Brad Fittler speaking to Channel 9's Danny Widler yesterday and delivering a fairly obvious message to 18-year-old Reese Walsh, who with just seven first grade games of experience to his name, has already been accused of staying down for penalties at club level. Don't lie down. With just two sleeps to go until game two of the series at Suncorp Stadium, there's plenty of time for that fire Freddy started to turn into a full-blown raging inferno. Gold Coast versus Tasmania. It's not the most likely of rivalries, but it's one that seems to be heating up. Well, it's not usual for me to support a failing football club, but Gold Coast Suns will be here on the weekend, and it's important that Tasmanians turn up at Blunston Arena and let everybody know that we really want our own AFL team, that we deserve our own AFL team, and importantly, when we get it, we'll be hard to beat. That is Tasmanian Premier Peter Goodwine on his TikTok account, of all places, taking a shot at the Gold Coast Suns, who are set to travel to the Apple Isle this weekend to take on North Melbourne. It's the latest barb in the ongoing battle as Tassie fights for the right to its own AFL team, while Suns chairman Tony Cochran rallies against the idea. The AFL as an industry cannot afford a 19th franchise. I don't care whether that franchise is in Timbuktu, Taylor Bend, or Tasmania. And while Cochrane doesn't seem to have beef with Tassie specifically, he might do after this weekend, because Goodwine stood up in Tasmanian Parliament yesterday and called on Tassie fans to turn up at tomorrow's game and boo the Suns chairman. Are they booing me? Uh, no, they're saying boo Earns. Boo Earns. Are you saying boo or boo Earns? Regardless of the outcome of Saturday's game, it's just nice to know the country's politicians are focusing on the important things. Good news for the insomniacs out there. For the next four weeks, you can pass the late hours of the evening and the early hours of the morning with a bit of this. Vive le tour and vive la France. 
the greatest cycling race on the planet, the Tour de France, will get underway tomorrow with the world's best cyclists travelling almost 3,500 kilometres over 21 stages before finishing on the Champs-Élysées in Paris on the 18th of July. What an incredible privilege it is to stand here on the Champs-Élysées as winner of the Tour de France. Ten Aussies will saddle up for this year's race, including sprint sensation Caleb Ewan. Caleb with the throw! He gets there! Fantastic victory for Caleb Ewan. And 2020 third place finisher Richie Port. And he's moved up into third place. He has a foot on the podium. Port is flying. But realistically, we're unlikely to see any Aussies challenging for the overall tour. But I do have the names of the big contenders for this year's race, although I'll be honest with you, they are all bloody hard to pronounce, but let's give it a crack. First up, we have defending tour champion Tade Pogacar. And a big challenger to that guy's title is Primoz Rolic from Team Jumbo Visma. And we can't forget about Frenchman Julien Alaphilippe. And of course, there's always Welshman Geraint Thomas. Hey, I can actually pronounce that one. Remember when New Zealand were one run away from winning the ODI Cricket World Cup in 2019? Gattul's going to push for two. They've got to go. It's got to throw. He's got to go to the keeper's end. He's got it. England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins. Absolute ecstasy for England. Agony. Agony for New Zealand. Well, two years on, and everyone's second favourite country has scored some cricket karma. New Zealand has claimed the first ever Test Championship trophy, beating India in Southampton by eight wickets. In the final of the first ever World Test Championship, the test between New Zealand and India was into the sixth day. Yes, if you can believe it, some test matches now actually go into a sixth day. With New Zealand eventually needing 139 runs to win. Whips that one away and how appropriate that Ross Taylor and Kane Williamson are there for this moment, for this team. It's a story that's akin to David versus Goliath. The ICC World Test Championship winners, New Zealand. And so the land of the long white cloud is now the home of the best long white uniform wearing cricketers in the world. And no doubt India's losing captain Virat Kohli was simply gracious in defeat. Oh, no. Instead, he questioned the format. I'm not in, in absolute agreement of deciding you know, the, the best test side in the world over the course of one game, to be very honest. If it is a test series, it has to be a test of character over three tests. You know, which team has the ability to come back into the series or totally blow away the other team. It can't just be, you know, a pressure applied over two days of, of good cricket and then you suddenly are not uh, a good test side anymore. I don't believe in that. Virat, suck it up, buddy. Stop trying to move the goalpost because you're lost. Just let the Kiwis enjoy their win. I know that's what I'm going to do. Play the music. And that is your Fast Fun week-ending edition of The Scorecard. Enjoy your weekend of sport. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you Monday. Listener.